You're listening to Brew Pops Podcast with B Stone and Coos. We're just a couple of Midwest dads drinking beer and shooting the shit. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, my dude. Awesome. What uh, what are we drinking today? I think we got the little Wee Mac on deck. Uh, Sun, Sun King, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sun King Brewery. It's local. Local uh, Scottish style ale. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Little uh, high percentage. I think we're in like the fives today. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm talking about. We're getting crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what have you been up to, man? I know we kind of went on a little uh, two-week hiatus here. Um, what's been going on? Yeah, we did celebrate our 10-year anniversary. I know I talked about that last time. We flew down to Disney World and had an absolute blast. Left the boy at home, so he was with Nana, and Mama and Dadu were hanging out with Mickey and the gang. There it is. <laughs> so, I gotta ask you, how was the flight and flying and all the COVID bullshit that we've been dealing with? Like, so it wasn't too terrible. No? Um, I mean, we put our masks on to get at the airport and going through there, so it wasn't awful. Got on the plane and threw the masks on, then we're here, and next thing you knew, we're in Florida. Full plane, half plane. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty full. Because uh, I mean, Florida this time of year is pretty pretty hot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. I think the high while we were down there was like ninety five with a thousand percent humidity. <laughs> Felt like I was in an <laughs> armpit or some shit. Um, yeah. So it was pretty pretty moist down there. <laughs> <laughs> moist. Like a moist towel. <laughs> So what did you guys do at Disney? What was the what was the main attraction that you guys were going for? I mean, the main thing I went down there for was the World's Edge Star Wars deal. Oh um, yeah, that thing. If you haven't been there, you got to go. It is absolutely stellar. I mean, you are in the movie. Uh, I sent you some pictures of me hanging out with the Millennium I did. Falcon. I got to see feeling, that. Feeling real cool. Uh, it was an absolute blast. If you haven't been there, you, you got to go. Nice. Wait. Yeah, so I uh, we did Cedar Point. Um, for you out there that don't know what Cedar Point is, you definitely need to check that out because as far as roller coasters and stuff go, I mean, it's top of the line uh, here in the Midwest for sure. The uh, nostalgia factor too. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Toledo growing up and every summer we would just hop on uh, the season past thing it was super cheap back then right so we'd go there for a couple days and just ride all the rides try to get everything in now they have like double the amount of rides i mean every year they're adding a new roller coaster but brought the whole family did the hotel thing fast pass you name it it was a great time man awesome you gotta do the fast passes if you're gonna do cedar point you gotta do the fast passes it's totally worth the money i know it's kind of outrageous it's like 220 bucks per person but we were walking through the lines and i'm literally throwing up my wrist to show the wristband and be like listen here peasants you guys go ahead and wait in this line while i just go ahead and hop in the front and take your seat and on my merry way I've been on both sides of that line and when you're the peasant you're like fuck that guy <laughs> but when you're walking through with the wristband you're like fuck you buddy <laughs> we've had a couple we had a couple guys say something to us while we were you know I, they just let you through and they do like a counting method I don't sure. know what the method is it's like 20 peasants per 40 <laughs> fast, fast, you know? 
So it was, uh, was definitely, that's the way you need to go for sure. I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to stay in line all day. I'm trying to ride these rides. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> With the limited time that you have and everything else, for sure. Absolutely. So what was the best ride? Best ride? Probably the dragster, man. We love that ride. My, my so Funny story, uh, my sister and I were riding the ride, and she had her hair tied up, right? So the thing goes like 120 miles an hour right off rip, and then you go up. Well, we got shot up there and then down and then turn you know, once we were done this guy behind my sister was like hey did you guys lose something <laughs> something hit me on the way up and it was her hair tie and this dude had a welt oh my on his God. shoulder and we were like no no <laughs> my sister's hair is all like standing straight up and shit it was hilarious but uh, that's probably hands down uh, one of the best rides there for sure. I completely agree. I remember the first time I went to Cedar Point, I went, made the mistake of going on Top Hill Dragster first. So, like you said, I mean, you go off at 120 miles an hour, and it's like, oh my god, my heart just left my chest. <laughs> right. The next ride I went on was uh, Magnum, I think it's called. Classic. And it's a classic, and you. The big drop, you go like 90 miles an hour, but I remember having just gotten off Top Thrill Dragster, you hit 90 and you're like, meh, this this is okay. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if you're going to go, I would suggest Magnum and then Top Thrill Dragster, not the other way around. Start small, finish big, for sure. (laughs) For sure. What about Disney? Were you guys, did you fast pass it? Was it even So they didn't do fast passes anymore. I went there a few years ago for a buddy of mine's wedding, actually, and they were doing fast passes where you, wasn't like a wristband where you just get to cut everybody, but you go and you check in, you're like, hey, I want to ride this ride, and then rather than standing in line waiting, you can go somewhere else. And Did you have like a set time? Was it like a time thing? Hey, we'll see was, you back here at 1.20? Exactly. It was, okay. it was sort of like that. So you're still waiting, you're just not waiting in, in line, line, which sweaty people. I'm not trying to stand in the heat for two hours to ride It's a Small World. <laughs> Nobody is. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, at Disney, the, the best ride by far was the new Rise of the Resistance Star Wars ride. That thing is sweet. We had to do a virtual check-in because it's so new, they don't even do, like, lines for it. You just had to go in at a certain time, claim your place. The They had a check-in at 1 o'clock, and we checked in right at 1 o'clock. And even though we checked in right at one o'clock, we had a six and a half hour wait to what? get on this ride. Yeah. Wow. We tried to go back on it another day and we signed in again, supposed to sign in at one o'clock. We got on at one oh one and it was sold out. That's how popular this thing was. Is it a roller coaster or what So is it? I'm glad you asked. The way that it works is you go through the typical Disney line where you're standing in line and they've got all the the Disney magic around you and you walk into this room and there's a hologram of Rey from Star Wars pop up and she's like, hey, you're part of the Resistance. We need you to take this to our Resistance base. Blah, 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 blah. So you're probably like staring at this thing like, Rey. Yeah, it's amazing. I will follow you to the end of the earth. (laughs) I'm such part of the Resistance. (laughs) So then they funnel you into this uh, other area where you walk outside and onto what looks like a Star Wars shuttle of sort, but it's basically like a tram. If you've ever been on one of those uh, 
shuttles at the airport where you're like standing up just holding on to the bar. Right. That's basically what Atlanta, it is. Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. But instead of windows, they've got like screens where it's going to show you the, the planet that you're on and then it quote unquote takes off and you are flying into outer space and screens turn into space so you're like looking out. Right. And then all of a sudden here comes the first order ships and oh no, they're coming for us. Oh shit, we're in a tractor beam. They've got us. What's going on? And then all of a sudden you're su- you're, you can see out the window that you're being sucked into this ship. And then the same doors that you walked in before open. And now all of a sudden you're on this ship and you're being boarded by these first order Ooh, troops. Yeah. And they're like, get out of here, rebel scum. You're coming with us. <laughs> and of course I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> And you walk out, and there's a sea of, like, stormtroopers that are just standing there, like, in formation. And so, of course, my wife and I had to grab a selfie with these guys. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> I know we're being arrested, but i got to get a selfie real quick. <laughs> uh, so then they take you, and they, they throw you in this prison cell. And Kylo Ren walks by on this, like, overpass thing, and he's like, I'm coming back to talk to you. You're going to tell me where this rebel base is, blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves. And, of course, the resistance come, and they break you out. And they load you in these little cars where droids are going to take you away and get you to the... let you escape. Right. And uh, here we go. We're flying around this area, (laughs) and you're trying to get out of the ship, and then you hit this spaceport, and now you're flying home, and you make it to the resistance, and you've saved the day, and it was just... Super cool, and I felt like the biggest nerd and amazing at the same time. <laughs> we can't hate on the Star Wars nerd, that's for sure. Uh, for no sure. Way. Star Wars is the way to go. For, definitely. Alright, B-Stone, Beer 2, Segment 2 as usual. Let's talk about the traveling. Let's talk about it. Let's uh, start off with... Car rides, plane rides, whatever. Like, what what does your family do to prepare to travel with a child? I am super lucky. My wife is all about getting everything that we could possibly need to keep the baby happy. Now, there's two sides to that coin, of course. <laughs> On the one hand, Milo's going to be happy. Don't have to worry about a screaming baby. On the other hand, I gotta load all this shit in the truck, <laughs> dealing with. So you're the loader. Yeah, absolutely. So every family's got a loader. We right? gotta play Jenga. We gotta load this thing okay. up. A little Tetris. Uh, a little Tetris. A little Jenga. Make sure nothing's falling. Okay. We're gonna be good to go. <laughs> so when we travel, like I said, she's gonna get everything packed. Once everything's in the suitcase by the front door. It's my time to shine. Get all this shit loaded into the vehicle. And we are on the road. We typically don't have any issues. We're really lucky with Milo. He is super chill. As long as he's got a snack, a drink, and a toy of some sort, he's pretty much good to go in the car. Uh, Especially if we're rocking out to the old Coco Melon. Most oh, of the dads out there are going to know about Coco Melons. Classic. I, well, I didn't know anything about Coco Melon until he came home from daycare. And really? He was asking me about oh, Coco Melon. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? So that yeah. I'm having to Google it's a big deal. what is Coco Melon. But yeah, so he's a huge fan of Coco Melon. So I found a Spotify channel that lets me play just Coco Melon songs. So he's a huge fan. He's happy. I'm happy. 
and we are on down the road. You guys aren't ready to like jump out of the car or jump off the plane after 30 minutes of cocoa melon? So I don't have a paid subscription to Spotify. <laughs> so we only get X number of skips, and he's a big fan of new one please, new one please, new one please. Now we're out of skips. Sorry, bud, we're out of skips. What do you want to listen to now? Uh, country music. Sounds Whoa. good, buddy. We'll listen to a little Straight Zach Brown from, band. From left field, country? Yeah, he's a big, he's a big Zach Brown fan. Nice. At least he's not requesting, like, Cisco, the thong song. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm requesting. Let me see Just that kidding. booty go. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I don't really need my two-year-old asking about the booty. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm in the same... Same boat. So Ashley prepares the night before, crazy, writes on a notepad, everything, you know, double checks the list, that kind of thing. We uh, definitely pack a cooler. I don't know if you pack a cooler, but you you need to get on that game if you don't. The cooler is stocked with snacks, like you said, usually grapes, cheese, uh, chicken, or turkey sticks. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What's, tell me about the turkey sticks. Go to Kroger. <laughs> Check out the, the turkey stick aisle. <laughs> I don't know where they're at, but damn, they're good. I'll tell Kayla. I'm sure she'll look. <clears throat> it's perfect. Anytime she's throwing a fit, whatever. So do you guys sit? One is obviously driving. The other one is in the back seat. Or are you guys both front seaters? No, we're both front seaters. Uh, wifey gets a little car sick, so she's got to sit in the front. Ooh. No matter what's going on, she's got to sit in the front. Um, and typically, I'm driving. So. Makes sense. We're so. opposite. So she's normally in the back while I'm driving. And what's up with that, by the way? Let's let's go ahead and address this right now. Why do the dads always have to drive? We're the chauffeurs, my dude. Man. <laughs> Where's the day where I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. Can you drive? <laughs> well, I tell you what. It doesn't now happen. That, now that I've got the new truck, it, uh, it's pretty fun to drive. So I, uh, since we've gotten the new truck, I'm not upset about being there. Yeah, well, I, that makes sense for sure. <laughs> but if you're going 400-some miles or 200-some miles, you got to have a little timeout session. Absolutely. Pre-truck, fucking hated driving. <laughs> <laughs> So other than the cooler, uh, we play Tetris as well. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we have a very small trunk, so we obviously pack heavy for the kid. We're in potty training mode, so there's at least 45 outfits <laughs> in the back of the at trunk least. at all times. Yeah. Other than that, uh, the iPad, that's a clutch move. If you don't have an iPad or a tablet or something. Well, and, you got an uh, Amazon Fire something or other, I don't know, specifically for kids it comes with a little like kid proof case on it so he's a huge fan of his tablet the uh the constant questions hey daddy are we there yet and if you don't respond it's dad are we there yet dad are we there yet i'll dad, do one you i'll do this? one better dad dude what's that i don't know what's what buddy dad dude what's that i don't know what's that buddy <laughs> dad dude what's that boy i don't know you tell me <laughs> yeah that's uh Difficult to travel. Airplanes are a little different, right? So, have you guys ridden on an airplane? We've been. Milo's been on probably more flights than a lot of adults that I know. Uh, What's the number? Throw it out let's there. See, oh gosh, you're gonna put me on the spot for that. It's nearing ten, I would imagine. Ten? Probably nearing ten flights. Jeez. 
Well, his grandpa is in Texas, Houston, Texas. So we've flown down there a few times. Her stepdad and wife's stepdad and mom lived out in Arizona. So we've flown out there a few times. And let's see where else. And then we've flown down to Florida for vacation as well. So, yeah, it's probably every bit of 10. Can I pause you for one second? Please do. So for you guys out there... He says grandpa, I say grandpa. <laughs> and I've been catching shit ever since I've lived here in Indiana. Everyone's like, it's grandpa. <laughs> like we're deep down in the woods of Kentucky or something. <laughs> yeah, anyways, go ahead. I yeah, just want to bring so, that up because I've been catching shit for that lately. In my defense, he's actually Papa. Okay, if, there you go. If we're, if we're being honest here. So it's Papa. <laughs> Shout out. Phil, F-I-L. That's my father-in-law. I call him Phil. His name's Greg. And it's real Even funny. Better. It's real funny when I call him Phil around people that he knows. Because oh, they look perfect. at me and they're like, what the fuck are you calling him Phil for? His name's Greg. And I'm like, no, he's my Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing with my cousin. My cousin's name's Corey and I call him Chris. <laughs> Everybody was like, who the hell are you talking yeah, to? Yeah, no, every time. Every time. Uh, anyway, back to traveling. Yeah, Milo, the, his first flight, he was pretty young. I want to say, gosh, he was probably between six and eight months. Somewhere in there was his very first flight. And, of course, we were prepared for the worst. Like, we just assume he's going to hate it. And was this pre-COVID or this was This was pre-COVID. Okay. And, of course, you... We've all been on a flight where there's a kid crying nonstop the whole time. And sure. when it's not your kid, it's like, well, someone shut that fucking kid up. Right, just take your sock off and shove it. Yeah, <laughs> right, anything. Just get that kid to stop. I'm trying to enjoy this flight. Now that I'm on the other side of it, yeah. fuck you, buddy, man. I'm dealing with this kid. I'm, I know. I know it sucks. Um, but Milo is mostly good. Uh, he gets bored some, and he doesn't like sitting still for that long. So that's probably the biggest issue that we get. Uh, he's over two now, so we have to now we have to pay for a ticket for him. Which, on the one hand, it sucks to pay for a ticket for this tiny little guy, but also now I don't have to sit in the middle seat with him because Kayla needs to sit on the uh, the window I'll, side. Oh, window! She's the window side, so she can pass out. Gotcha. Uh, she gets car sick, she gets air sick, so she needs to just pass out, and then all of a sudden you're there. So I'm stuck dealing with this little boy sitting on my lap, <laughs> which sucked. But he's over the limit now, so he's got his own seat. I get the aisle seat. I've got some room to stretch out. It's it's way way better now, and he can kind of stand up in the seat a little bit. He's got a little bit more room to run around, quote unquote, run around, and so it's just it's a little better all around from my perspective. Nice. How about you? So tell me about traveling with the little one. Oh, let's see. So last year for my birthday, we went to Florida to visit the parents. And we did a flight, and obviously this was during COVID. So I was they tried to force the mask mandate on Amelia, and but, but the, the the loophole is if you're sitting down and eating or drinking, you don't have to wear your mask. Boom, eating the whole way. So we were <laughs> dropping goldfish right in front of her, like one at a time. Every five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that way, if a stewardess came by or whatever, the flight attendant, 
was like, oh, you really need to put the mask on. I'm like, no, we don't. She's, she's easy. easy. <laughs> you know, 45 minutes later, she comes by. She's looking over. She's still eating. What do you want from me? She's eating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the biggest challenge. Other than that, oh, we're pretty blessed. She's very mild-mannered. She doesn't really have a whole bunch of fits or tantrums and stuff like that. And if you throw a, a bluey or a cocoa melon in front mm-hmm. of her, it's it's game over. She's totally occupied and content and all that stuff. But as far as getting off the airplane, you know, she wants to run around, do whatever, stretch her legs, which I get it. I mean, shit, sure. I want to do that sometimes. I, I see I see the beer stand. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's go, bud. Yeah. <laughs> but then Ashley's like pulling on my shirt like, no, we really need to go. Like, She's going to get one of those leashes for you. Yeah. And of course, the airport charges you like $12 a beer. And obviously, that's for not sure. uh, financially responsible for you to just go ahead and go on a bender at the airport. <laughs> but not traveling with a child is not, it's not too bad. Once you get into the room and stuff like that, we have plenty of flights planned here in the future. We're actually going to Disney World. Uh, in October. Nice. So we're going to figure out all that stuff and hopefully get to have the same experience as you did and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it hasn't been too bad. Yeah. So I think the short version is come prepared, expect to carry a lot and things will be all right. Oh dude, for sure. All right. Be stone uh, beer three segment three. I got to talk about people watching. Because we both went to amusement parks, a shit ton of people, so we need to talk about it. I completely agree with you, and you, before we started recording, you were real pumped for this segment, so I'm actually going to kick it back to you and tell me about some of the people you saw at Cedar Point. Super excited. So, (laughs) I thought this was gone and over with, but apparently it's not. So, kids on leashes, (laughs) (laughs) it's still a thing. It's 2021. It's still happening. So it, it, it's more elaborate now, too. So you have, like, different prints. There was, like, a cheetah print. There was, like, a gray-looking elephant print. You know, these people are trying to, like, doctor it up and justify, like, I, I need to rein my kid in at all times, which is ridiculous, right? Hey, you got to look fly while you've got your kid on your leash. Fly? You look like an idiot. You look like a shitty parent is what you look like. Yeah, I'm out for a walk with my dog. I mean, my kid. Yes. So, so just to give you an example. So we were uh, going to, let's see, the Magnum to the Millennium Force, which you have to go through Hicktown or the country town thing it's at Cedar Point, right? It's not actually called Hicktown. <laughs> so I'm like speed walking doing my thing and I look over to my left and this this mom is t- yanking at this leash and this kid just like getting snapped back like down boy down boy it's like what are you doing so I, I, I have a tough time seeing that kind of thing because I, I don't believe in it whatsoever I mean if you cannot rein your kid in if he's he or she is acting obnoxious or whatever just pull them aside and say, let's take a time out. Like, what do you want to do? Stuff like that. Uh, but when I saw that, man, I was just like, oh, this shit's still around. Because <laughs> that came out, what, five, six years ago or whatever? Somewhere around there. And we weren't parents at then. And we were just like, oh, yeah, it's just what kids do, I guess. And <laughs> this is what parents are doing now. 
You know, like, who knows? Five years from now, they could do shock collars, right? So who knows? Just, let's just slap a shock collar on a kid. Get your ass back here, hey, Timmy. Uh, Johnny's having a seizure over here. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just blasted him with... He'd be all right. <laughs> I just blasted him with 120 volts. He's, he's good. He was doing something that he shouldn't be doing. Right. Johnny, are you picking your nose again? Hey, he's got to learn, Coos. Come on, dude. That's it's too intense, man. Yeah, I no, thought that shit was over with. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, the stroller and the hand holding. Either you're in the stroller, okay, or you're holding my hand, or third option, you're up on daddy's shoulders. But when you're in the stroller, are you buckled in, or oh, you absolutely, just not you aren't going anywhere. Okay. You are in the stroller. You are hanging out there, and daddy needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm glad you brought up the stroller because there was like five incidents where I was walking, right? And you just hear a parent start screaming like, Susie, what are you doing? Get back in the stroller. I'm like, dude, just strap, just lock the little buckle. That's all you have to do. And this kid like hopped out and started just running. He's like, what do you expect, man? I mean, you're at Cedar Point. What are the kids going to do? They're just going to ride the rides and have fun. They're excited. They want to run around. They see everybody else running around. They're real pumped. Yeah. And you get the awkward uh, stern talking to's or the, you know, I'm grabbing my child by the neck and dragging them to the bathroom to whoop their ass, like that type of stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not against spanking or, you know, being kind of stern and stuff like that. I mean, I grew up that way. I'm assuming you grew up that way. Uh, But now it's just like... When you see that, and people just do it just straight in public, when you could just tuck your kid away, maybe they'll have a little conversation, say, hey, what do you need? What's going on? Why are you jumping out? You know, What do you want to do? Take that time, but people just don't do it. They just don't give a shit. Well, and I think the issue today is people, it's not that people are yelling at their kids. It's that it goes from zero to 100 for nothing. Like, oh, for sure. For a kid being a kid. Yeah, the kid gets out of the unbuckled stroller and is running over to the ice cream stand. Yeah, what do you expect? Of course, they <laughs> they want the ice cream. You got the so, music, you got the lights, you got real the... pumped oh, to yeah. be here for sure. Why are you having a nice, fun conversation with them and then be like, "Damn it, listen to me"? <laughs> like, can we? Can you calm down? Can we maybe like? Slowly escalate this. Right. We don't have to jump from, hey, we're having a great time, to to get your ass back here. Right. And then make a scene and everyone's like, ooh. Right. Like, if if we take the steps, the stair-step approach, and, hey, get back here. No, you're supposed to be here. Hey, I'm talking to you. Hey! Like, then, okay, I get it. Like, we've gotten to that point where they're not listening. You got to get to them. And like you, you got to discipline your kid, for sure. sure. If you don't discipline your kid, you don't love your kid. That's a philosophy I've got. Big time. Um, It's really important for them to know what those boundaries are. And those boundaries apply in fun places like Cedar Point, Disney World, wherever you may be. Uh, It's important to make sure that you're setting those boundaries and within reason. Sure. Uh, So we went to the water park day two. And let me tell you what, there's nothing more satisfying to see other dads super out of shape, bellies hanging out and everything else. Because, I mean, I had my shirt on when we walked in, but by the time I walked out of there, I was like, I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger to these guys. I, I love my dad, Bob, my dude. Man, 
And that's why my white ass got burnt to the crisp. <laughs> For those of you listening, this dude is as red as a Red Sox jersey right now. He is so burnt. Stupid burnt. <laughs> I had to introduce him to Sunblock. He's never heard of that before. No, no. SPF what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's a cool dynamic to, to to watch other parents do their thing, mm-hmm. and then you kind of relate it to your situation, and, you know, it's something that you're going to have a discussion with your child when they're at that age to where they're about to have kids or whatever, and you're like, listen, this is what I did, this is how you are, blah, 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 do with what you may, you know, like, I gave you some knowledge, all that kind of fun stuff, but... It's just shocking sometimes. I mean, they're still having effing leech or leashes. Yeah. What is up with that, dude? Well, it's just crazy to see all the different things that people will wear to an amusement park. I'm in Disney World not long ago. It's every bit of 95 degrees out. Humidity is through the roof. It's so hot outside. Tell me why I see people walking around in hoodies and jeans down fucking Main Street of Disney World. It's too hot for that. I got off the bus to go into the park and I'm already sweating. Right. How are you wearing a hoodie? Yeah. I just don't understand it. It's too hot. I'm rocking shorts and a t-shirt and feeling like I've got too many clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Where's the underwear only section? That's right? what I'm saying. <laughs> Can I get on that ride? <laughs> All right, B-Stone, beer four, segment four. Special edition, going into overtime now, boys. We're looking for some help, right? Yeah, this is our call to action here. We need the cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac, we need you to step up. We need comments. We need ideas. We need interaction. So if you guys can uh, put your stuff in the comment section, obviously the likes are helping. It's greatly appreciated. We love you guys. But we want to see some crazy growth. Yeah, hit us with your ideas. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And let's get it on the podcast. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to Brew Pops, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Brew Pops Podcast. If you'd like to be part of the cul-de-sac, email your questions or topic ideas to brewpopspodcast at gmail.com.